Hey coaches, welcome back. This is Coach Parker with Coaching You Football Tips and Talk Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. If you get a second, please subscribe. Podcast is up next. And remember, play for fun and winning is funner. Thanks again. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Coach Parker with Coaching You Football Tips and Talk Podcast. I'm your host. How are you guys doing today? Hey, today I've got a pretty interesting uh, podcast. Uh, on toxic sports parents, 50 crazy parent issues and experiences that I've had uh, since 1994. And uh, I was coaching a seventh grade football team uh, this season and a, and a sixth grade team. I was helping out these two teams. I was kind of taking the season off and they asked me to come over and help out on a couple of things. And so I did a lot with the seventh grade team. And uh, Man, I ran into some toxic parents over on those teams, mainly the seventh grade team, pretty much all the seventh grade team. And uh, it was pretty crazy. And it got me thinking about all of these toxic parent sports parent experiences that I've had uh, over the years. And uh, thought I would share these because it brought up a, a bunch of memories on maybe sharing these experiences I've had with you guys may help you guys uh, with uh, how may I might have handled this. Uh, and so uh, this is what this is about. Uh, hey, before we get too much further, please subscribe if you get a chance. That really helps me with the algorithms to push my content up higher. So subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. Uh, that would be great. All right, so I'm pretty keenly aware of parent issues. Uh, I was uh, assaulted by a parent uh, three or four years ago while I was a commissioner doing league uh, field duty, uh, which is basically you know trying to make sure parents and coaches uh, and any issues that come up, I can help deal with those. And we were trying to get two teams off the field and out of the stadium area that were having words. And uh, this one guy decided uh, he didn't like me and he cold cocked me uh, and uh, police came and all that good stuff. I probably should have pressed charges, but I felt sorry for him. I mean, it broke my glasses, but nothing else. And it really didn't even hurt that bad. But uh, after I thought about it longer, I think uh, he, I probably should have pressed charges. And if it happened again, I would, uh, because I think it needs to send a message because the, the crazy sports parents have just gotten out of control. And I think more people that actually have to go and deal with it, you know, with the police will kind of help maybe settle some folks down a little bit. So, uh, so I'm definitely very aware of loud parents, vocal parents, and all that good stuff. And especially COVID, kind of pre-COVID, post-COVID. Man, the world has gone batshoot crazy uh, the last few years. And since you know, I started coaching in 94, and I feel like every five years, a new batch of parents come in, and it just gets worse, you know helicopter parent wasn't even there when I was at 94. That term wasn't even coined. And then it's kind of coined. And then it's gotten into this bat shot crazy parents now. 
So they've gone to the they've gone to the dark side, and uh, it's it's really uh, really crazy. I think one thing with with what's going on, uh, you know, with parents is I, I I really think that they forget that most of us coaches, uh, especially in rec leagues and some select leagues, we're we're unpaid volunteers. We're we love the sport and we love coaching kids. We. We really want all the kids to do well and start and teach them everything. And it's like, we're not getting up in the mornings thinking, you know, we're out to get their players by not playing them or for whatever reasons, parents just don't really understand the dynamics of being a coach, especially those that haven't coached before. And uh, I tell you, I've, I've really kind of stepped back a little bit really since the assault uh, on me personally, physically, and also I've had a couple of experiences lately um, on some teams with bad dads just going crazy uh, over nothing. So I've kind of, and I'm older now, I've coached so long and won a bunch of championship games and I don't need all this. I write now about football. I still love coaching and I love to be around uh, the boys and coaching them football. But uh, for me, you know, and I think that's one reason a lot of referees in sports are starting to quit is, you know, nobody really wants to deal with parents, especially with all this gun violence going on. Everybody's packing, especially here in Texas. So it's just a matter of time, you know, your percentages of being on the field and these things get higher. So a lot of refs are, you know, there's a ref shortage nationwide. So it's just, it's just gone crazy and uh, dealing with these parents. And if you're, if you don't really set hard, fast rules up front and you don't stay firm with those, it gets really bad. I know some of these situations that have occurred, I was young, could have handled them different. Or two, I was a co-head coach and would have probably kicked people off the team. If I wasn't coaching with somebody else, I would have just been very hard on the parent and said, see ya. But uh, since I was co-head coaching, I, I didn't do some of this. And I probably should have put my foot down harder. But uh, but yeah, so that's some of the background. Uh, and this is over 30 plus or so uh, youth sports and youth football tackle seasons. So here we go. It's got a list here. I've got a list of about 50. So I'll just spout these off and there'll be two of these kind of at the end. And then I'll do some more podcasts over these experiences, uh, over the next month or so. So, but I'm going to list off the 50 real quick and then talk about two, and then uh, we'll leave this for part two, three, four, and five as we go over more of these experiences. So my first experience is when I was, excuse me, I first started coaching in 1994 in Plano, Texas, in one of the top youth football leagues at the time. Uh, a friend of mine uh, asked me to help coach. This dad had a stud running back and didn't know anything about football and uh, wanted uh, some guy that knew about football, and they knew I was had been coaching adult flag teams and asked me to come over. I asked a friend of mine that I'd played football with in junior high and high school that lived in Dallas 
uh, and he helped me coach with uh, Chip and this other dad. And uh, we wound up getting uh, coaches of the year in the league because uh, we did really well for the first season coaches. And uh, so this experience uh, for me was my first year coaching. I wasn't the head coach, but I was basically the head organization, I guess, fundamental technique coach. The, the d- dad was kind of the head coach that dealt with the league and stuff. But I basically ran all of the football practices and called plays, defense and so forth. But uh, so we had this overzealous dad on this team that kept yelling at his son in practices from the sideline and in stands uh, to do things and trying to coach him from the stands. He was a great running back uh, and a great uh, little linebacker, but basically he cost us a playoff game win to get into the Super Bowl because he told his kid to blitz. Uh, And uh, he blitzed when I had another blitz stunt going on and uh, they scored and we wound up losing that game. Uh, because of that touchdown uh, that was given away on that particular play. Uh, the other one is opposing coach dad comes on field yelling at some that just fumbled. So yeah, we will talk about these two in more detail, but a coach, opposing coach that was a daddy ball coach was berating his son on the field. And uh, I got involved in that. Uh, it was kind of crazy. Uh, let's see. A team mom was upset with uh, because her son, I did not start him, even though she was a team mom and she felt like I was obligated for volunteering to be a team mom, that her son should start. Learn from there to make sure you know these team moms before you make them a team mom. Uh, Number four, had an aggressive dad who was just released from prison and had a restraining order by the mom, came to practice, which he wasn't supposed to be there. Didn't like how his son was not as aggressive in practice and touched his son kind of aggressively and then pushed him. And uh, I wound up having the mom call the police and it was a big ordeal. And uh, we finally got the dad out of there after some words. But that was... uh, enlightening because he was a violent felon, not just a regular one. Uh, let's see. Uh, we had a dad that his son had told me that he was going to play this or none at all. And the dad and I talked about it and he agreed his son, you know, was not going to talk to me that way, but then wound up pulling his son for fear that I would, uh, have retribution against his son which was crazy, but, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was crazy. It's funny how parents will tell you one thing and do co- something completely different. So it's sometimes it's hard to trust them. Uh, let's see. I had an upset dad, uh, surprise me on a Sunday afternoon about his son, not getting enough offensive play time, even though he was a starting cornerback and star on the defense. He was very upset about that, even though we had three or four other kids, that were better than his son uh, as backups and uh, tried to explain to him. Uh, Let's see. Number seven, uh, dad was, uh, yeah. So I had a second string quarterback that played along with my son and another quarterback. And I invite them all, all three of these kids. Hey, there was a quarterback clinic 
all season for like $5 a session at the local high school. And I told all of their parents about it. And this one dad got up, got mad at me when the next season started that his son, you know, wasn't the starting quarterback, even though I had told him to go to a quarterback clinic and tried to explain that. But the mom and dad were very upset about it. Um, but yeah, I, that was crazy. Uh, let's see, uh, parents. Yeah. I had parents, uh, was one of the same parents earlier. And one of these other ones was upset that I did not run the second string backs in this one scrimmage that we had because it was the top team in our league that were very big, very good. And, uh, they, we put in the second stringers and, in the second string offensive line and they, it would just, it was not working and somebody was going to get hurt. So I put the starting groups back in so nobody would get hurt. And uh, a couple of those parents were very, very upset and had a long talk with me about it, but did not understand what I was trying to explain to them. Uh, so there was that. Let's see uh dad and coach upset uh, that his son was not getting uh, the football to win the game. Uh, you know, it, it's really crazy that, uh, this stuff happens. It's all always, you know, he's just not getting enough football, getting handed off the football enough, uh, in a, in a winning play. There was, it was crazy. There was a weird whistle. The quarterback messed up the handbook and uh, the handoff and wound up sweeping and didn't get the handoff to this kid. The dad went crazy thinking there was a ball hog by the quarterback and, we weren't trying to give his kid the win. And I was like, no, that's not, that's not what's going on. Uh, let's see. So I had a dad that uh, I had been a head coach for one season and didn't take any coordinator role. And the next season came around and this guy had had defensive coordinator. And I told him, Hey, I want to, I was, I was bored and wanted to take the defensive coordinator role back, but he could have offense. And he thought, I was mad at him or didn't appreciate the guy was a college football player called great defense, but I was just bored and wanted to take defense back. And he got all upset because he didn't think he, he was too good to call special teams. And I hold special teams in high regard, but he pulled his son wound up calling me two years later, apologize, but he'd already pulled his son and well, whatever. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, in a select league, I had a crazy mom follow me out of the stadium when I was walking with my wife and family yelling in the back of my ear about how I was terrible and didn't like her son and blah, blah, blah. And that, you know, that was just uh, awful. Uh, let's see. Uh, it was funny. Uh, a head coach had asked me to pull this one kid because he didn't think he was a good free safety, but I liked him a lot there, but I did what the head coach asked me. And cause I was an assistant that season, parents were just so upset with me when it was the head coach that didn't want that kid to play free safety. So what do you do there? I did not throw the head coach under the bus and I took all the heat with that. Uh, let's see. Similar. There was a, so I run specific defenses for specific teams and offensive situations. One mom on a select team got mad that her son only started about half the time 
because he was a gunner stunter on one of the formations on defense that I would use. And so he would only start about half the games. She was very upset about that. Did not understand why he wouldn't start more. Still got to play a lot, but she was un- she was unhappy he didn't start. He even got the game. I get used to give out game hats in these games, and he got the game hat twice for sacks. So anyway, uh, let's see. Number 14. Uh, so a coach who helped who asked me to come over and help with a team turned against me when I did not start his son on this select team. The son lost to me. He lost his position to another player on this team. And uh, that coach went crazy and basically tried to get everybody uh, against me, which uh, was a political nightmare, which basically gets into this. You know, if you're going to go and coach for an established select team, just be aware of the politics. And if you come in and rearrange starters and where people go that that's going to cause a lot of conflict and uh, it did for me and it was a big big hassle so just understand if you get asked to get on an established team and you come in and make some changes uh, that's probably going to cause a lot of heat Uh, yeah in this select league there was just so many roster issues and age stacking that uh some of these teams were doing. Uh, I did not get involved with this stuff personally, but we complained to the league a lot about this because it were it seemed like it was going on a lot. That league's no longer going because of this particular thing. Let's see. 17, dad agrees. Son not playing well. Uh, and I pulled him from the starting role and made him a backup. And then dad goes crazy on me because I pulled his son from a starting position after his dad was talking to me, how his son is not playing well. And so I thought he kind of understood what the conversation was about. And we, we both agreed. And then, uh, yeah. So the dad went crazy over that. Uh, let's see. So this was, this was hilarious. So, uh, on a team, the head coach was asking me to do a lot that wasn't getting communicated to the parents. The parents are upset about losing. And instead of yelling at the head coach and offensive coordinator, they redirected all that against me, the new guy. Cause yep, yeah, I must be the one that's causing these team, this team to lose when really we didn't have, uh, any tier one running backs, uh, the one we had was hurt most of the season. So it was a long haul for that, for that team. But I thought it was funny that everybody uh, was yelling at me when the offense wasn't scoring either. So that was quite humorous. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, I was on a team with a head coach that seemed to be flirting and maybe doing more with some of the single moms and that became kind of a political nightmare coaching on that team and trying to skirt some of those issues. So that, that was really weird. Just try to, if you're going to be an assistant coach or a head coach, try to not to get other coaches that are pigs that are going to mess with single moms. It, it never really works out. It's kind of happened a couple of times. And now let's see 21. Uh, yeah, we had this, 
one dad that had a drinking problem and was kind of late to games all the time. And, uh, I never addressed it with the dad, but his son would bring me candy and apologize because his dad would oversleep because he was hung over. And that was, that was really a weird situation. And, uh, we tried to talk to the dad about not being late. The, the kid was late 20 minutes to, uh, the Super Bowl, So that was really upsetting. Uh, oh yeah. So we had a team mom that I loved, but her son was not the greatest football player at the time. And she basically became a mortal enemy to the coaching staff uh, as we went forward because we were able able to get her son back on the team and just didn't freeze him to put on the team. And she didn't understand why that is. So just be aware team moms have some issues with if their son, you know, don't is not a starter and maybe you don't ask them back and whatever, but uh, this team mom just went crazy, which I loved her and I didn't understand why. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. We were on a team. This was crazy. This, there was a mom in a league that just didn't want her son playing for a white coach. And every time she did not get on this one coach's team, she would just basically pull her son. Kid was great. He actually played. I was an assistant coach on one team and he played for us as you might imagine why he did and loved the kid. And, uh, but yeah, if, if the head coach was, was, uh, was white, uh, the kid got pulled. So uh, I'd never dealt with that before. And the league was, you know, trying to deal with it as best they could, but that was just crazy. Um, so, yeah, we, we had a high school coach. Uh, so I've been involved with several high school coaches uh, and, you know, one wanted their kid to play quarterback and the other, they didn't really understand how rec leagues work and, you can't bring players over and you can't sandbag kind of stuff. So I think high school coaches didn't really understand, you know, how youth leagues really work. And, uh, that was, that was crazy. Uh, let's see. So yeah, I was, I was a league commissioner on one thing and this mom was having an issue about a scrimmage and her son and, and she just went ballistic on the phone to me. I was trying to, uh, you know, let her know the league was looking into it. And all I said was, uh, you know, I'll have to get back to you. And she kept going on and on for like an hour. And I finally said, I'm going to have to hang up the phone. She then goes and says to the league and to the league officials that I hung up on her. Uh, I didn't hang up on her. I told her I was going to stop the conversation. Then I went to meet her and her husband and the team and talk through the issue, trying to be a good commissioner and let her know I were involved with the team. And then she didn't show up to the practice and the parents basically tried to attack me because the league was out to get their team. It was absolutely surreal. So, uh, let's see, 26 coaches and parents. Oh yeah. So I have so many coaches, you know, I run the beast offense and, uh, parents hate it. They don't understand it. You know, we start winning and they're like, what is it? And you know, they're, they don't get it until, you know, you win a super bowl a couple of times and they're like, oh my gosh, 
okay, we get it now. And then when other teams in the league start running it, they kind of understand what's going on. Oh, let's see. Uh, parents love the other coach, uh, but I'm the, I'm the coach that actually picked their son and the other coach doesn't like him. Uh, and they don't know that. I always think that's the weirdest thing and they treat me kind of crappy, uh, but I'm the one that actually picked their son. Uh, so let's get through these quicker because I'm running out of time. Let's see. Uh, 28, uh, one dad just was going crazy with us because he believed his son was the best quarterback on the team, was upset we weren't starting him. You know, a lot of parents don't understand the physical and mental issues with kids. A lot, sometimes uh, players will uh, form become physically more mature than mentally mature. And so there's issues with that sometimes, uh, you know, so they're just not ready to learn their plays as well as some of the other kids. And uh, even though they may be physically a monster, they're just, they can't remember plays. Uh, let's see. And usually that, you know, works out by sixth grade and they're great. So let's see. Uh, yeah, we had a parent that went crazy about we were changing practices because of high school Friday night football games because we'd have a Friday night practice, but when there was or a Thursday night, but when the football you know high school was going, we would change practice based on the high school, and they would they got all upset and told me that they know what they're doing, but they had music lessons and it was a conflict, and you know we tried we told them up front what was going to happen, but they were still upset about that. Uh, so yeah, I'm trying, I'm at tryouts. This is number 30. Uh, this mom goes crazy cause I'm talking to her son during tryouts because she's trying to put her kid on another team. Uh, that was, I wound up coaching with her father you know, two years later and he told me, yeah, she's, she can go over the top sometimes, which we all can. I'm there too. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. Player quits. Uh, and mom is upset because we don't run the practices like her other coach. We are very strict in our practices and have a process and, uh, you know, they didn't like it. Uh, so they were upset and just walked off and ghosted us. Kind of crazy. Kid was great too. When he was a high pick for us in the draft, uh, player broke the leg, broke his leg before the draft. Didn't tell anybody that we pick him at a high pick. And then they just pulled the sun for the whole season because the kid that quit because he didn't like practice was on that team. And they, they talked to each other, I guess. And so both kids just don't show up. Uh, let's see. I got a mom that was upset that her son was on the cusp of, you know, not being able to play running back because of weight issues. And so she's upset about her son getting weighed in. And then, you know, I put out in a group chat that these three players were, you know, 88 pounds or whatever. And she was mad that I said his weight and other, I mean, it was just crazy. Uh, let's see. Uh, then a mom's upset that uh, we had her son one season. He was basically our only real running back. Got a ton of carries. The next season we had two other running backs, so he's getting he's sharing carries now. She's upset that he's not getting as many carries, uh, but we're winning. But they wound up quitting. Um, crazy. Uh, let's see, league official. 
Yeah. So yeah, this is, I, I was hit by a parent asking them to leave the field. That was 35, 36. Uh, so yeah, I'm running a drill and this dad basically starts screaming at his kid and me about this drill. Is it right for his son when everybody else was getting it? I ask him to sit down and then after the drill's over and we get water, he basically comes up in my face and wanting and physically is wanting to confront me about how I called him out at practice. I've said, dude, man, you you're yelling across the field at practice. I'm not sure I called you out. But anyway, that went nowhere. Uh, dad upset son is not the starting running back, uh, but he plays as a sub and is a great defensive guy. Yeah, that did. That, I mean, it's always about playtime, isn't it? This is the other thing that one dad thinks his son is a stud quarterback, but uh, dad gets angry at me basically all season. We got two other quarterbacks that are better than his son. Uh, so this is this this dad coach, my co-head coach put him as a co assistant coach, which the guy never really liked me, and he was a troublemaker within the league. And I guess this other co head coach wanted this kid really bad on the team, but this guy just basically wanted to make my life miserable the whole season and turns to me in the middle of a game and starts telling me how bad the offense sucks and yells at me. Uh, yeah, uh, I should have. Yeah. So that was that he also, uh, oh yeah. He would also, if the other co-head coach wasn't at practice, this guy would basically just act up, uh, in practices, craziness uh let's see yeah so this is the pro 41 problem dad basically creates problems for me the whole season absolutely bat shoot crazy dad uh let's see parent pulls players from practice on dude uh, yeah we you know this just came up recently parent didn't like how the playtime was going they this kid was starting on most of the stuff but and he got so many carries but uh yeah, they just pulled him from practices one day of practice because he wasn't getting enough play time. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, parents were yelling, kill, kill them from stands during the game. That just, we've asked them to stop. They're trying to sit down on the fields where we tell them they can't sit. Yeah, crazy. Uh, parent jumps the fence, confronting us after a loss and their son we didn't get over to in time when he was hurt. Uh, absolutely crazy. Uh, uh, we have, I've had a lot of this, not just one experience, but parents texting the team group chat at two and three in the morning about issues instead of calling you. It's just crazy. Uh, parents talking in stands and creating issues with all the other parents because they think their son isn't getting enough play time. Uh, Oh, this other one's come up a couple of times when you're trying to get on fields. I've had parents come up and coaches arguing over practice field space. Even when you have a, a sheet that you've got the field, uh, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, we had one parent that actually got into a league official area and accused me and my co-head coach of cheating for years and she was a friend of ours and I just didn't understand that, uh, at all. 
Uh, and then I was in a game and we were beating this one uh, team pretty handily. And we had the new Wilson GST ball when they came out, which was a light tan. And he basically called an official timeout and, and argued over this ball. And if it was official and made me basically during the game, go and grab people and have a decision made on the football. Um, they were already losing about what? 24 to zero. I think we wound up beating them about 68 or 72 to zero. Uh, he, I guess he pissed me off a little bit. Uh, I shouldn't have done that, but, uh, yeah, so those are, I guess I get, there's 51 issues, but there's 50. So there they are. Uh, like I said, number one is an overzealous dad that called blitz from the stands. Uh, I think I've already told you he was uh, a great little running back and uh pretty good uh linebacker and uh his dad when I had a stunt going on basically yelled from the stands it was like fourth quarter we were about to win the game this this team was good and uh I had one blitz called his son he tells his son to blitz and instead I'm I'm hoping you know, he's, you know, playing less aggressives in case they do break out of this other blitz. And uh, they did break out of that other blitz and that guy wasn't there. And the guy ran 50 yards for a touchdown. So uh, I definitely in my parent meetings now, we discuss no coaching from the stands. And uh, I actually talk about this, excuse me, specific incident. So uh don't let crazy parents ruin your Super Bowl chances by uh, yelling from yelling plays from the stands. That just what why I wrote this is it just happened to me in a game as we're scoring a touchdown, uh, running some double wing and beast on a, like a twelve play drive. This mom is yelling. I mean, we're running like a 20, a 20 yard player, like a 10 yard play into the end zone. She's yelling, why aren't you passing to my son or something like that? And calling us ball hogs, which was absolutely hilarious as we take the lead in this game. So, uh, that's why that's what, and I wasn't head coach cause I was just helping. So she had not gotten my whole spiel, but she's yelling to the, the kids and the parents, uh, and then uh, number two on that list, we go into detail. The opposing coach, uh, daddy coach, was screaming at his son for a fumble. So, yeah, I think this is the fifth game of my first year. An opposing player running back is running in to score, and I guess he got nervous. I mean, these are eight- or nine-year-olds, and he drops the ball in the five-yard line. There's a scrum. We recover the fumble. This guy is hot-headed and is rushing the field, screaming at this poor little kid. Nobody knows it's his son until after the thing happened. The kid's getting up kind of slow. I'm, I'm, you know, because this all happened on our side of the field. Uh, I see the kid as his dad's, as the coach dad is rushing him. He looks at me uh, and all the, everybody's looking at me. And this guy's just screaming and berating this kid the, the young referee that was there wasn't really handling the situation. So I think, I think he's about to touch his kid in a way that shouldn't happen. So I, I get between him and his son and basically kind of wake him up out of this 
you know, this madman stupor he's in. Uh, and, uh, he kind of redirects anger is me. The son runs over to the mom on the sidelines, uh, while dad is losing it in the game. You know, they got a penalty. The guy didn't do anything to me, but, uh, he definitely was mad the rest of the game and they lost that game because he was so upset about what happened. And, you know, I think people forget these are little eight or nine year old kids. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, and you, and the other thing is if you're, if you've got a son on the team and you go crazy, you've got to realize that, uh, parent, other people, the fans, they don't know that's your son. Not that you should be berating your son in front of a hundred people, but we just think it's another player and it looks terrible for you, your team and the league that you're berating a player on the field. So, you know, make sure you, you, you handle that a little bit better. Look, I'm not perfect. Uh, my oldest son and I definitely had issues. Uh, my offensive coordinator time, you know, told me we, he sat down cause he had had older kids and said, Hey, you need to step back a little bit. And, you know, I, I did and understood that. And so now, you know, the rule is, is if you have a son on the team, you know, you don't, really coach your son. You let another coach discipline and coach your son. So, so those are the, those are two details of the 50. And like I said, I'll kind of start going through maybe more of this 50 thing in detail and let you know how I kind of handled those a little bit, but uh, you know, yeah, I think, you know, we as coaches need to really set the tone for parents in our parent meetings and really lay down the law and be very, very strict. I think once you give in to any of your team rules and anything, and you can email me or contact me for uh, kind of my outline and team letter kind of stuff. And I've got it in some of my Facebook stuff. And I think some of it is, is online at coachparker.org, but you really have got to set all this stuff down in a fine detail. So people understand uh, where you're coming from on that. So, uh, so yeah, so that's the end of, uh, toxic sports parents, uh, toxic sports parents experiences, my 50 crazy parent issues. I uh, hope you like the podcast. Hopefully, uh, some of this may help you. If you've got any, please leave me a comment or contact me and maybe I can help with you, uh, help you deal with some of that. But, uh, yeah. Make sure you set your ground rules and stay strict and and very uh, put everything in a box so everybody knows where you're coming from. So maybe some of these issues don't happen as much, but just know they're going to. And uh, good luck dealing with all of them. Uh, once again, this is Coach Parker with Coaching and Football Tips to Talk podcast. Hope you like the podcast today. Remember to stay safe and as always, play for fun and winning is funner. See you guys next time. Ciao. Hey, thanks for joining me all the way to the end. That's much appreciated. Hey, if you get a chance, just subscribe to my podcast. That that really helps a lot. And also, you can head over to coachparker.org, my playbook store, and check out all my playbooks like the Power Wing Beast Offense, the 6-2 Multi-8 Defense, the Wildcat Spread, the Power Eye, the Double Wing, the I Formation, Wishbone, my drill books, my Jaws Blocking Book, 
my Wolfpack 707. Got a, got a lot of good stuff over there you can take a look at, and that'll help support me bring more youth football content to the youth football coaching community. And as always, remember to play for fun, and winning is funner. Thanks for joining me today. Hope to see you guys next time.